Tech Basketball is battling to defend their ACC title, which means it's time to talk all things Georgia Tech on the Josh Passner Show. Half four right for Tech, a crossover down the lane, takes Usher, fakes the three, flashes in, and dumps it down from the baseline! Jordan Usher with malice on the dunk! We'll hear from Georgia Tech basketball head coach Josh Passner and other members of the Georgia Tech Athletics Department as we gear up for another week of Georgia Tech hoops on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Now here's the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. And great to have you with us on this Monday night and another edition of the Josh Passner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. The Yellow Jackets had a couple of hills to climb this past week, specifically Chestnut Hill on Wednesday, Chapel Hill on Saturday, the Jackets come home with a split of their ACC road trip, 81-76, the victory over Boston College. Unable to duplicate that, though, against a very strong North Carolina team on Saturday, 88-65. And next up for Georgia Tech, back in McCamish on Wednesday as they take on one of the surprise teams in the ACC the Wake Forest Demon Deacons for a 7 p.m. tip-off. Then Sunday, they step out of conference to take on Clayton State. At 5 p.m., we'll break down those matchups this week. Also look back at those two road matchups with head coach Josh Pastor over the next hour. And we'll do so with your phone calls and your tweets. So get those lined up right now. Toll-free, uh, well, not toll-free, but uh, depending on your service plan, they can essentially be toll-free. 404-231-1680, 404-231-1680. You can always tweet us your questions as well. You can reach out to me directly at Andy Demetra. Here on the Josh Pastor Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports, that Boston College game, at least for now, will be known as the Tristan Maxwell game. The sophomore erupting for 22 points off the bench, 7 of 11 from 3 to pace Georgia Tech to the 81-76 win. Maxwell becoming the fourth Georgia Tech underclassman in school history to have seven or more three-pointers in an ACC game. He joins Mark Price, Dennis Scott, and Tony Akins. Those are the only other three on the list before Tristan joined them in a performance that was perhaps as electrifying as it was unexpected on Wednesday. Tristan came in having only made 3 of 10 shots for his entire career, 0-4 from 3, but stepping up to the moment on a night where Josh Pastor himself said it didn't look like he'd be able to play because of an injured thumb on his shooting hand. But without him, Georgia Tech might not have notched its first ACC win of the season. Then Wednesday, uh, from Wednesday, they went on Saturday to take on the Tar Heels at the Smith Center. Uh, just couldn't find that same touch from outside Georgia Tech, 3 of 14 from 3. And as Josh said earlier today, forget about simply being ranked. He believes North Carolina has top 10 caliber talent, and they outraced the Yellow Jackets 88-65 in the rematch of the Jackets' ACC opener. So Georgia Tech, though, does get that first ACC win and back at home, like we said, to take on a Wake Forest team that Georgia Tech, believe it or not, has beaten 14 consecutive times at a home. They have not lost at home to Wake Forest since 2004. It's been so long. The last time the Demon Deacons beat the Yellow Jackets in Atlanta, Chris Paul had the game-winning bucket. Yes, Chris Paul. 7 p.m. will be the tip time, but this is a uh, Wake Forest team that has certainly turned a page after lurching to a 3-15 ACC record a year ago. They come in this week 4-3 in the ACC. They knocked off Virginia on Saturday, coming from behind to do so in Charlottesville, 63-55. In that North Carolina game, amid what was otherwise a long night, Jordan Usher reached a pair of milestones. The senior joined the 1,000-point club for his career. 
He also recorded an ACC career high of 22 points. His previous high was 21 versus Clemson Jordan with 22 in that contest along with seven rebounds. And Davon Smith picked up some of the scoring slack as well in the backcourt. Davon, one shy of his career high, which he set in his final game at Mississippi State last year. It's a new Georgia Tech season high for Davon. 16 points, including a big dunk in transition, which not a lot of folks expected out of somebody who barely tops out at six feet, and he got the and one on that as well. Uh, otherwise, Michael DeVoe, though, a season-low two points, but Georgia Tech getting some scoring compensated for from Davon Smith. And here he is, the man himself here on the Josh Pastor Show. Josh Pastor, Coach, good to see you. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. Sorry in the delay. <clears throat> Believe it or not, my car to get into the gym doesn't work. So I was stuck outside for about five minutes. Oh, that, that's card, C-A-R-D, not C car, C-A-R. No, C-A-R-D. You know, it's a electric card to get in. Uh, yeah, yeah. The buzz card. And I couldn't get in my my swipe. I don't know if that was because <clears throat> that's what happens when you lose at North, North Carolina. They just take your swipe off and just say, "Hey, man, better start winning, or you're not you're not going to get in the building." They revoke your entry privileges. So I couldn't get in. I was like trying to find someone to get me in the gym. Finally, I found someone that was co coming out of there, and I said, "Hey, man, I appreciate. It. I got to get in, you know." And uh, so I I was able to get in. So that's that's why I was late. I couldn't get into to the own building where I work at. Uh, because my magnetic strip of my buzz card got taken away. And the only thing I can think of is you lose, that's what happens. You know, it's a, it's a bottom line business. You know, you're only as good as your last game. Well, let's recap this previous week because it did begin with a win over Boston College and everybody was buzzing about the performance from Tristan Maxwell. What enabled you besides Tristan erupting for 22 off the bench to get that hard-fought win over the Eagles and then what made it a, a tough night in Chapel Hill on Saturday? Yeah, so let's start from the beginning part of the week, uh, Andy. And uh, one is, uh, um, <clears throat> you know, we went into uh, after the game, and we talked about this on Monday. You know, we already talked about the Notre Dame game the previous Saturday, but I sat in my car after the game for a few hours after the loss versus Notre Dame, and I was like, goodness gracious. Um, like, we got to get off this, you know, the kind of the, <clears throat> you know, we got to get a win under our belt here. And, uh, and what the issue was going in after the Notre Dame game, and we talked about this last Monday, was just the fact of we could not score. We were the worst offensive team in the league during ACC play. And, um, you know, you hold Notre Dame to 62 points in regulation. You have to win the game, Andy. You know, you lose to Louisville. They hold them to 67, but I really call it 64 because we fouled them the last, you know, two possessions to foul them because to try to time and score. You have to win the game. Now, I blame that game. When I say blame, I, I give us a mulligan on that because of the COVID. You know, you're coming off and we just, you know, you, a lot of guys had COVID and uh, and, and I, I had COVID. I know what it was to even try to get back on the treadmill to exercise a little bit. It wasn't easy. So I, I can understand there could be some – you know that's that game should be thrown out the out the window. Unfortunately, it's it stays on the record. So we I sat in the, my car for multiple hours after our game versus Notre Dame. And says we've got to change something. And we again we talked about this last Monday, but I would say we've got to do something offensively. We have to be better offensively because we're just not scoring enough. And so, you know, I we made the decision to go into the Boston College game and the North Carolina game this week to go small. Um, and I understood what we could possibly be giving up in the paint and up front, but I said we have to be better offensively. And by golly, uh, we were much better offensively versus Boston College. Um, you know, I thought uh, we had a 
just get 17 assists on 29 made field goals, shot 50.9% from the field, which is the third consecutive time being at the Conti Arena. Is it Conti Arena? Conti Forum. Conti Forum. Um, and that, so, is that incredible? Three straight years? Sounds like somebody was reading my inside the chart column on ramblinrec.com. I appreciate that. Yeah. It, that's, it, it, I mean, have you ever seen anything like that? No, no, absolutely not. No. Three, the exa- I mean, you're not D- talking 50.4 or 52. It's not the, Down it, to the tenth of a percentage point. At the same place in the same yeah. team. It's really, I don't, have you ever covered that ever, anything like that? In the Can't history? say I have. No. Nope. So, um, <clears throat> anyway, so, uh, and for, to make, for listeners out there, so, uh, two years ago, we shot at Boston College 50.9 from the field. The year before that, 50.9 from the field. We didn't play last year at Boston College because of COVID. And then this year, we shot 50.9 from the field. Just really an amazing stat. Uh, and, um, and, and, and we needed every basket because we scored 81 points. Now, we went small. And we, ha- we sized down. Now, we spent a lot of time up fronting the post. If you watch us, we front the post. I, I believe one of my sayings is uh, the best post defense is no post catch. Um, and, and so when you're going small and you're switching, um, you're, you're really fighting in the post there. Now, Quentin Post, not to, you know, Quentin Post, who we did have on an official visit, ended up siding with Mississippi State, then transferred to Boston College, had a career game versus us. But I had said going to the game, just like versus Notre Dame, I didn't think Atkinson, Atkinson could single-handedly beat us. He had a career night, but I was right. I mean, 62 points, you got to – I'm thinking, you know, and I felt the same thing with Quinton Post. We might give up some things inside, but if, as long as we take away the three mm-hmm. in the perimeter, we can win We can win the game. Now we, but we got to score, and that was the issue we had versus Notre Dame. And, and goodness gracious, uh, Tristan Maxwell came in and out of nowhere hit seven threes um, – you know, with seven for 11, Debo Coleman, uh, three for four. Those two guys combined 10 for 14 from three-point range. and um, uh, Or 10 for 15, excuse me, from three-point range. Um, and I, I just thought it was a – and we played Jordan Usher at the five for pretty much of the game, but he fouled out late. And then I moved Khalid to the point. When I say to the point, to the elbow area, we call point our, our main offensive action, um, to the elbow area to play through him. And uh, and we found a way to get a victory. And we were and it was it looked hairy there now, Andy, uh, for a couple times. We were down four late. And I tell you who really made big plays for us. Let me tell you about this sequence. Of course, Tristan's threes were mm-hmm. such, you know, big for us. But we got down four late multiple times under the four minute timeout. We're down four. Davon hits a huge shot in front of our bench by the block on kind of a turnaround, which is a big shot. They came down and scored, kept it up for. Davon came down and got fouled and hit two big free throws to tie to, to cut the lead to two. Then they came down and they got a, a layup opportunity to Quinton Post, and Davon had a humongous block. And again, that's barely six foot blocking a seven footer in yeah. front of the rim in Quinton Post. And 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 that was a huge play, which came down and got us the three pointer by Tristan to take the lead and from there prevail to 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 win the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we didn't re- we didn't give the lead back. Three incredible possessions by Davon Smith. And then the other big possession was Michael DeVoe missed an open three. If you remember this, he missed a mm-hmm. wide, a great look and their kid number 3 got the rebound and had a fast break opportunity. And Michael, this was about under a minute, and there was no sulking or or 
this was the second time this happened to us this year, which had prevailed in our way. There was no sulking or upsetness. Michael sprinted back in an incredible transition defensive play and made a play on the ball, and the kid missed a layup, and we got the rebound, and then we came down and got a basket to to um, to uh, uh, allow us to to win the game. And uh, the other time that happened in transition was when Michael DeVoe against Georgia Southern earlier in the year. He he was unbelievable that game, but dribbled off his foot late when we were trying to ice it. Georgia Southern got it and came sprinting down the floor, but Debo Coleman, Khalid Moore, and Kyle Sturdivant sprinted back, built a wall, and stopped Georgia Southern from getting a wide-open layup. Transition defense, even after a turnover, can is the difference between winning and losing a lot of times. Yeah, you know, you've had those thin margins in ACC play, whether it was against Louisville or Notre Dame. Certainly the margins were narrow versus Boston College, but you were on the right side of those margins to get the ACC win. We'll continue breaking down the win over Boston College. We'll dive into North Carolina as well. And, of course, we want to hear from you tonight. Again, the phone lines are open on the Josh Pastors Show, 404-231-1680. You can tweet your questions as well to me at Andy Demetra. We'll take a timeout. Much more of the Josh Pastors Show right after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Jeff Francoeur here. As a farmer, I know the importance of Georgia Farm Bureau's advocacy work on behalf of farmers. And as a lifelong supporter of Georgia sports, I also know the importance of being part of a team. The Georgia Farm Bureau Insurance Company is always the home team, supporting our local communities and offering affordable home, auto, and life insurance for Georgia families. Georgia Farm Bureau, always the home team. Visit Georgia Farm Bureau online at gfb.org to learn more. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, wherever the mission takes us, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for our nation, for us all. The few, the proud, the Marines. It's that time of year where maybe you're tailgating or camping or just hitting the road and you need a sturdy, reliable, and compact grill that's up for the adventure. Hey guys, B. Finn here, and the Weber Traveler is the grill for you, for anyone who wants delicious grilled food away from home. With a compact design for minimal storage, the Weber Traveler easily fits in the trunk of a car and even offers a large grilling area that can deliver everything from pancakes to seared steak. And you can get yours today at your neighborhood Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful heart. Hardware, folks. Discover Dahlonega, the heart of the Georgia mountains. A top pick for any adventurer, take your family on a journey into the earth and find some gold in these hills. Explore our historic downtown and choose from one of our unique restaurant options. And dubbed the Napa Valley of the South, make sure to grab a glass from one of the many award-winning wineries. Plan your fall getaway today and make sure to come to the Gold Rush Days Festival in October. Learn more and plan your trip today at Dahlonega.org. Becoming America's best-selling brand means you never settle for anything less. Like the Ford F-150, with its premium-grade muscle and finely-tuned intelligence, it's a beast with brains. The Ford Bronco Sport, with unquestioned toughness and capability, it's built to take on the mountains. And Ford's complete lineup of all-wheel drive SUVs gives you the power, style, and space you need for life on the go. Contact your local Ford store for exclusive offers on Ford's full lineup of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Sales claim based on calendar year sales. Here comes the slam! Scandi Energy is proud to partner with Georgia Tech Basketball. 
And just like how the Yellow Jackets set the Nets on fire in the 404, Georgia residents will be fired up once they see these hot savings on natural gas. See for yourself by calling 877-GO-SCANA or visiting scanenergy.com. Missing out on these rates would be a flagrant foul. So call the right play and dial 877-GO-SCANA or visit scanenergy.com for great deals on natural gas. Boom shakalaka. The latest on Yellow Jackets basketball. It's the Coach Josh Passner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. And the Josh Passner Show is brought to you by Coca-Cola with zero sugar. And now even more delicious is the new Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, the best Coke ever. Find out for yourself. He's Josh Passner. I'm Andy Demetra. We welcome you back to the Josh Passner Show. Again, your questions welcome on the phone lines tonight at 404-231-1680. You can also reach out to Twitter as well. Just reach out to me, at Andy Demetra, and we had a question on Twitter, Coach, that uh, we were unable to get to last week, but uh, it's from Anthony. He had a question about your get-old, stay-old philosophy. Anthony asks, seems like the best way to accelerate aging is to give young guys batches of minutes and let them play through mistakes rather than blip minutes. Has your mindset changed on letting guys play through things? Well, good question, Anthony, and I would like to got that last week. But, yeah, no, look, I, I want to play the young guys, and, our, and I am playing the young guys. I mean, look down our roster. Um, Davon Smith is technically a freshman because of the COVID year. He gets an addition, you know, the uh, Saba Gigi Berra. Uh, is it Gigi or Gigi? Close enough. Gigi Close Berea, enough. I'm yeah. I'm just Gigi Berra. I just call him Saba G. Um, I just say rebound. How's that, you know? Um, freshman. Jordan Mecca, freshman. Tristan Maxwell, freshman. Even though they were here last year, because of the COVID year, they get that year of eligibility. Um, uh, Miles Kelly, Debo Coleman, Jalen Moore, freshman. Kyle Sturdivant, technically with the COVID year, is a sophomore. And um, uh, Rodney Howard, because of the COVID year, is technically a sophomore. We're really young. Now, Jordan Usher is going to graduate. Bubba Parham, and I'm going to answer your question, Anthony. I'm just going through a laundry list of stuff just to, you know, give an overview uh jordan usher is going to graduate bubba parm i do not foresee him um uh, at this point playing right now maybe for the rest of the season based on his knee and where it's at that would allow him possibly to get the medical red shirt uh whatever happens after that i don't know but uh, uh i don't foresee bubba coming back right at this time i i i don't know i mean he's just he hasn't been able to practice or anything like that. Michael DeVoe is graduating as is Khalid Moore. Even though they both have the COVID year they could use, I don't. They're not going to use it. They're going to continue. They're they're ready to move to the next stage of, of, of their careers. Um, you know, in in in, <clears throat> in the professional uh, in the professional basketball world. So we'll have lost a lot, but we've got a lot of young guys in the program. And to your point, Anthony, we are playing those young guys. A lot of those guys are playing good minutes. Um, I'm a guy that wants to win every possession. Sometimes I go with feel. Sometimes I do move guys in and out. I do admit that that can happen. Um, however, I if you look at a team like we're going to play Wednesday, and we can talk about that later in the show, Anthony, you know, um, one of the quick ways in this day and age in college basketball, the, the way the game has evolved, um, it, Wake Forest has, is really good, and they got really good just in one quick offseason by the transfer portal. They might have the two best transfers in the ACC this well, year. Well, but let me just say this. 
the two best transfers maybe in the ACC that nobody foresaw. Going, I mean, oh, yeah. it, it wasn't like they were – if you looked at the ESPN top – Yeah. Six, they weren't like one, two, or three. It wasn't like they were expe- – they did it. you got to give Wake Forest credit on, on kind of – Evaluating, but it's worked out for him. The kids have been better. The kid Alondis Williams, ACC's he leads the ACC in scoring and assists. Yeah. You realize nobody has ever in ACC history led the conference in both scoring and assists. And right well, now, Alondis Williams leads well, both categories. But, but he rarely played at Oklahoma the year before. He's averaging twenty points a game. His career high at Oklahoma was fifteen yeah, points in just, a game. But but Lavera, who's really good, uh, uh, not even close. Laravia. Laravia. There you go. <laughs> He he's a really good player, and he was he played at Indiana State. Their big kid Dallas Walton uh, was a was a was a was at Colorado, and then their other kid Davion is a da- Davian Davian um, Williamson Williamson ETSU. Yeah, uh-huh. he, and, and so obviously Coach Forbes. But so their four guys were from the poor. You know, you get, you look at and you got to give Steve Forbes tons of credit. We'll talk about Wake Forest, but my point is. Miami, look at the uprise on Miami. Yes, they've had some guys come back, but they've got that Miller kid, six-year senior. Um, the kid, uh, Charlie Moore, who I signed at Memphis, was going to come play for me. Memphis is still playing. He's he's a he's a, you know, a six-year senior. I can go through, kind of through the list. And um, a lot, Louisville, they got some guys in the portal. So, so, Anthony, to your point about getting old and staying old, yes, I believe in that. And uh, we're really young this year. Um, we do have a couple older guys, but we're heavily young on a lot of areas. And, um, and, and part of that, you might ask, well, why did that happen? In the offseason when we were trying to recruit in the portal, we recruited like crazy in the portal. We, couldn't, we did get Davon, obviously, uh, but he's young. He's young. The issue was in the portal, Jose Alvarado and Moses Wright did not make a decision until later part when a lot of the players that, you know, the, the, the better players from the portal were already gone. And we talked to so many guys, but obviously guys were not coming here. Now, Davon Smith was coming regardless. He didn't – I told him, hey, Jose might be coming back if you're willing to accept that. And I might sign, still try to sign another guy. He was – he understood. Um, and I was very upfront with it, but I was upfront with everybody, anyone that we talked to. Hey, if Jose's coming back, he's probably going to be the starting guard. If Moses comes back, he's probably going to be the starting five man. And um, um, but we just didn't know because they didn't make any decision till late. I had thought Moses might stay, try to stay, but I wasn't real sure on Jose. Part of the reason how we scheduled this year, I was thinking Jose was going to be coming back. There might have been a chance for Moses to come back. And so we just kind of got hurt a tad bit. When I say hurt, missed on some opportunities for guys that we were involved in heavily and deep because of the the unknown on Jose and Moses. And you couldn't tell a kid they were 100% leaving if they weren't 100% leaving. We just didn't know. Mm-hmm. And um, um, and so uh, that we missed on some guys in that spring period based on on that. That happened. You can say the same thing about what happened to me with Josh Okoge. Uh, and say, Coach, didn't you learn your lesson? I thought he was going to leave. I didn't sign a guy or two in the fall thinking Josh was going to come back and leave after his junior year. But in the spring, we were waiting. And, um, you know, and, and so, you know, you know, uh, it, it happened to me twice now. And so I've, I've, the third time, I'm not going to let that happen. I'm just going to sign. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to sign. And if we oversign or something happens, you know, we just got to deal with it because waiting around for them to make the decision while we're losing other guys – it's 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 a hard deal because you you want to be fair. You're trying to you don't want to you know I'm not going to say anything to the to the recruits that I can't back up or not be truthful about. And I'm being truthful. Hey, 
I'm a, I don't know if Jose's leaving yet. He hasn't told me. I don't know if Moses I'm – I'm, I think Moses is going to go, but he has not told me he's leaving. If he wants to come back, he can come back. And um, so that hurt us a little bit on, on trying to stay old and get old. But, Anthony, um, you know, we're, we got a lot of good, great opportunities in front of us this year, and not to get into next season, but next season – you know, obviously we're going to lose some of the, the older guys, but you got a lot of the young guys getting good opportunity, good minutes. We'll be back, and then we'll – the reason we didn't sign anyone in the fall, I went after a couple – two guys that I really, really wanted. Didn't get them. High school kids. But the reason I did not go after anybody else was for that particular reason because I said we've got to get guys in the portal to get older next season. I knew what we're losing – after this year, we have a lot of young guys that'll be back. We don't need fr- more freshmen going into next season. I went after two high-level recruits, d- didn't get either one. We we did we we recruited the heck out of them, and uh, but we didn't get them. They went to they went to other places, and then I said, okay, that's all, that's it. We are we are focusing in the spring on the portal, and that's and because if we're not getting the ones I really want in the high school, one or two that I feel could be an impact right away. We need to get older, and the best way to get older to sprinkle in with our young guys is through the portal. All right, there you go. We'll take another break. Want to ask you more about that switch to a smaller lineup. I know that's been on the the lips of a lot of Georgia Tech fans as well. Again, next opportunity to watch the Jackets in person this Wednesday at McCamish, 7 p.m., as the Jackets take on Wake Forest, trying to extend a 14-game home court winning streak over Wake. It might not be as venerated as – North Carolina's 59-game home court win streak over Clemson that ended in 2020, but the last time Georgia Tech lost at home to Wake Forest, Chris Paul had the game-winning basket for the Demon Deacons, a win streak that Georgia Tech will look to preserve on Wednesday. We'll roll on with more of the Josh Pastor Show after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. It's that time of year where maybe you're tailgating or camping or just hitting the road and you need a sturdy, reliable, and compact grill that's up for the adventure. Hey guys, B. Finn here, and the Weber Traveler is the grill for you, for anyone who wants delicious grilled food away from home. With a compact design for minimal storage, the Weber Traveler easily fits in the trunk of a car and even offers a large grilling area that can deliver everything from pancakes to seared steak. And you can get yours today at your neighborhood Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks no one outfits golfers better than edwin watts golf shops we've been fitting golfers since 1968 utilizing cutting edge fitting technology we'll analyze your swing and our foresight launch monitors and fit you with the perfect club pair of shoes the latest golf apparel golf balls bags and more so come by today for your complete custom fitting Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day 100% satisfaction guarantee. Jeff Francoeur here. As a farmer, I know the importance of Georgia Farm Bureau's advocacy work on behalf of farmers. And as a lifelong supporter of Georgia sports, I also know the importance of being part of a team. The Georgia Farm Bureau Insurance Company is always the home team, supporting our local communities and offering affordable home, auto, and life insurance for Georgia families. Georgia Farm Bureau, always the home team. Visit Georgia Farm Bureau online at gfb.org to learn more. 
hunk of junk, jalopy, hoopty, whatever you may call that vehicle you need to get rid of, Tommy Nova Center calls it life-changing opportunity. When you donate your vehicle to Tommy Nova Center, you donate a perfect job opportunity for people with disabilities. Tommy Novus is no fuss. We'll tow that unused car away for free while you just sit back with that warm and fuzzy feeling knowing you bettered someone's life today. And did we mention, it could also be tax deductible. Call 1-866-NOVUS-AUTO or visit TommyNovusCenter.org to find out how to turn your jalopy into jobs. College basketball is back on Sirius XM. On ACC Radio, there's live coverage for every college basketball team in the conference, including live games, plus 24-7 talk and analysis. So cheer along online or on the Sirius XM app and listen to your favorite team anywhere. And now as a college student, you can stream your first three months of Sirius XM for $1. Fees and taxes apply. See other details and subscribe now at SiriusXM.com slash ACC Basketball. And we're back with breaking news. The new Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. With an improved taste and zero calories, the new Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan. So make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes. This tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Georgia Tech basketball continues to buzz. Now more of the Coach Josh Pastner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. And a reminder, if you've got a question for Coach Pastner, call in 404-231-1680. Be sure to visit georgiapower.com slash community to learn new ways to stay connected. Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics, Power on Georgia. We continue the conversation with Coach Pastner ahead of Georgia Tech's home ACC matchup versus Wake Forest this Wednesday at McCamish. Tip time, 7 o'clock. Our network airtime, 6.30 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. So, Coach, we've seen the last two games. You go to a smaller lineup that often tops out at 6-7, either with Jordan Usher or uh, Khalid Moore. Even as Rodney Howard returns, is that still your preference to go small? Well, yes, yeah, so let me, you know, so we went small versus Boston College. I think I played Jordan Mecca like one minute, you know, and um, and then so going into the Carolina game, you had to make a real determination because we did look good small offensively. And, you know, that was really just under my crawl about us offensively uh, uh, leading up to that game versus Boston College. But I just thought we had more speed and quickness. But I, you know, as I mentioned, we were front in the post, and you're having weak side help, but you're going to give some things up when you do go small, especially in this league. Like, you can get away with it in some other leagues, but this league's different. And then you go into Carolina, um, Andy, and, um, <clears throat> you know, they're just – they're they're big. Uh, Baycott is big and very good. I would tell you right now, if we had the player of the year in the ACC, it would be Baycott based on his numbers right now. I mean, he's a le- I think he's a leading rebounder in America, is he? I, I, he was uh, in the top six yeah. entering Saturday. But um, uh, any, any nine for nine from the free throw line? He was just, 63% at the line this year, so he just caught a heater on Saturday. Yeah, they were all hot. I mean, R.J. Davis versus Virginia the week before, you know, on the Saturday before. He was 0 for 10. 0 for 10. 0 5 from three. And 0 for 5 from the field. 0 for 10. And, um, you know, it's just one of those things. You know, Carolina's really good. I also thought we got them. I think both times we played Carolina, we got them when they're hot. 
um, the first time we played him and this time. I and and I know people don't want to hear this. Um, when you wa- when I watched the film, we we really weren't that bad in some things. Just I mean, I'm just telling you, like they hit some threes that you're like, holy Toledo. Um, R.J. Davis the week before versus Virginia was 0 for 10. On Saturday, he looked like he was, you know, a lottery pick. And um, um, Caleb Love made a couple. Th- How about that late clock three Caleb Love made? I mean, it was just Jordan Usher's hand was literally in his eyeballs, and the kid hits a three. I mean, it was just it was just one of those nights. Baycott, who's not a nine-for-nine free-throw shooter, was nine-for-nine, you know. And um, so it was just one of those games kind of when it rains, it pours. They were hitting on all cylinders. We were small. Um um, you know, obviously it's hard for us. Michael DeVoe, Michael DeVoe did not have a good game in that game um, as in terms of offensively. I thought he did some good things defensively that doesn't show up in the box score, but but uh, he did a lot of good defensively. Offensively, they put Leaky Black on him, uh, and he did a, Leaky Black did a great job against Michael DeVoe, and he did a good job against them both games we played him. Leaky Black's, you know, he's 6'7". He's long. He doesn't score for North Carolina, but he – he fits that defensive mold on what they're trying to do. And, you know, they got really good guards. Their bigs are really good. And I know this – I know people are going to be like, Coach, come on, you're just being an internal optimist, glass overflowing. But, we, yes, the score was not good. I get it. No fun for anybody. But it was just one of those nights where things are just, you know – I mean, Carolina is not that much better than us in that night. It's just they were on fire. Um, R.J. Davis, like I said a week ago, he just doesn't – he can't make a basket, and then versus us, he's just you know doesn't miss. Uh, and it started off in that we started in that one three one to start the game, and he had that first three that kind of got him going. Our our Khalid wasn't up enough on the ball in our one three one. He was playing the center position, and he and and uh, Caleb Love had too much rhythm and 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 not enough feel from body to body contact, and he was able to make that skip pass to R.J. Davis, which just got him going. And probably if he had missed that three or made it a contested three, maybe it sits in his mind from the Mm -hmm. last game. He makes it, and it just kind of gives him that confidence. And that's just how basketball is just such a funny game. But So we went small, but a couple things from that. I thought Davon Smith, back-to-back games, because he had not played well for a stretch. He had a really good week last week. Really proud of Davon did a really nice job versus Boston College, as I mentioned, and he was really good against Carolina for us. Um, <clears throat> did did a lot of good things. I thought he was really good defensively as in terms of the way he battled in the post. He did have 17 um, uh, points. 16. Uh, you sure? I thought it was 17. I, it was 16. His, his career high was 17, which you said his final game versus Mississippi State. But 16, yeah. Check on the box score. Can you just do a quick I check? I will gladly check. It, well, um, I'm pretty certain you're it was pretty 16. Certain? Okay, but good. So if, I could have been wrong on that. Hey, it gives him something to shoot for on Wednesday, There, there you right? go. I like it. Let's get 17 on Wednesday from him. But check. Just double check that for me. And I thought I saw 17, but but maybe, but maybe I could be wrong. Even though I've only been wrong, the last time was 1987, I think, or 88. It was one of those one of those years. It's been a while. I don't so. want to have a streak end here on my watch. Official box score, yeah, was 16. He was one of four at the free throw line, so we had opportunities to get to 17 and beyond. What was he on the, what was he on the glass? Uh, Davon had one rebound. He had three assists, no turnovers, though, and two steals. And two steals, yeah. And, um, and what was he from three? Uh, he made his lone three. Okay, one for one, yeah, from the top of the key there you know, in the first half. Why has his feel, his floor game grown over the last several games that's translated into more playing time? This was a guy who as recently as the Duke game 
didn't see the floor, but like you said, down the stretch, he was as instrumental as anyone in pulling you guys back from that yep. deficit versus Boston College, followed it up with a really strong outing off the bench versus North Carolina. What have you seen out of Davon this last week that shows a, potentially a corner being turned? Yeah, um, I'm just I'm, I'm proud of Davon on, on the way he's handled himself because, you know, it's not easy. He did not play well versus Louisville. Didn't play well the game before that versus Georgia State before the COVID. I sat him down, benched him against Louisville, and then didn't play him against Duke. To Davon Smith's credit, and he and he played just a little bit against Notre Dame. To Davon Smith's credit, he didn't pout. He didn't. He didn't. You know, didn't sulk. In the Duke and Notre Dame games, had a great attitude. Was was a real positive guy on the bench. Didn't you know? I know he wanted to play, but but he kept his you know he had a, he had a great mindset and attitude, and then it translated into him just getting better every day in practice, and he stuck with it, and he had a great you know week last week, and I'm really happy for him. I'm excited about him, um, you know, and and <clears throat> it's just sometimes you know sometimes people just got you know you you kind of got to you know, fall down to, to, to take two steps forward. And that was just one of those things where it was a tough stretch for Davon. He wasn't playing well. I had, a you know, I, you know, we used the bench as an opportunity for him to kind of just, you know, get recentered and, and, um, and, and he's had good practices and it's worked out for him. And that's why you just stay ready. It's, it's, it's one day at a time. It's a continue, a continuation of a work in progress. And he's, he's improved and I'm proud of him. And, and, and for us to have a great stretch over these next, He's, you know, these next couple of months, we're going to need him to be really good for, th- for us. And we need, I want to continue to see his development and growth. And um, so I'm excited about him and we need him to be really good on, for us on Wednesday. And then you look at like a, you know, I thought Jordan Usher had really good, you know, he had a great stat line versus Carolina. He had 22, did he have six rebounds? He had seven rebounds. Se- 22, seven boards, and I think four assists. Three assists. Three assists. Um, so uh, he had a really good game, hit some baskets for us. Um, again, Going small, we're giving up some things when we're small. Um, but I thought Saba came in and actually gave us good minutes too, did some good things. Now, I thought his size bothered – it wasn't as easy for Baycott and them. But, you know, and I know people are asking, well, why did you go small? Because I did it for offensive purposes. And we got some good looks. Um Playing North Carolina, especially just, the way they've been shooting it recently, yeah. you, you need buckets. Well, you need you need a score, and I told our team – for us to win, I told and anyone who listened, I said, Baycott's going to get his. We have to take the three out. We can win even if Baycott gets – and I told you this in the pregame. If Baycott gets 50 points and 50 rebounds, we can still win the game. Um, we, But in, in order to do that, there's two things. We have to score, as you mentioned, but we've got to take the three out. Now, if they're hitting threes and Baycott's having a monster game, it's over. And that's what happened. They hit threes – they were. We did not take the three out, and they hit a couple really tough ones, really tough ones. Baycott had a monster game, and we couldn't score. Because when you're going small, if you're not making shots, then that sometimes can defeat the purpose of small. The reason to go small is to score. It worked for us versus Boston College. Did not work for us versus North Carolina. We'll get better. And, um, um, you know, but, but I did think Saba gave us some good minutes when he came in. Uh, what we'll do moving forward, I think there'll be a mix of both small and big. We'll play both and see how the flow of the game goes. I don't think you can just sit there and play small the entire game in the ACC, which I did in Boston College. I did a lot of it versus North Carolina. 
And I will if that's what's best for us to win the game. I don't know if we're going to be able to do it every time we step on the floor because, again, you, you look at a team like a – like a Wake Forest, who's got you know multiple you know seniors and COVID and super seniors and six-year seniors, but a guy like uh, Dallas is it Walton? Dallas Walton, and yep, the seven-footer, and the C, C or Cy, mm-hmm. but, um, Hadim C, who Hadim actually C. began his career at Virginia at, Tech, at Virginia Tech, yep. and then at, when I was a coach here, and um, so he's been around, and so and he's big, and so playing playing. Um, Small you, against bigger guys. There's going to be times to do that. But there's also going to be times to play, uh, to play small. And if your offense is working, then it's then it works itself out. And maybe a performance Visaba can build upon. Four points, four rebounds against North Carolina in 14 minutes. Three of those boards were offensive. Also dished out two assists, had two steals, and the block. So a productive 14 minutes for your uh, second-year player out of Spalisi, Georgia. We'll take another timeout. Again, your question is still welcome tonight on the phone lines and on Twitter. We'll be back after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. And we're back with breaking news. The new Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. With an improved taste and zero calories, the new Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan. So make sure you... Jim... Jim, we're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? (laughs) Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Discover Dahlonega, the heart of the Georgia mountains. A top pick for any adventure, take your family on a journey into the earth and find some gold in these hills. Explore our historic downtown and choose from one of our unique restaurant options. And dubbed the Napa Valley of the South, make sure to grab a glass from one of the many award-winning wineries. Plan your fall getaway today and make sure to come to the Gold Rush Days Festival in October. Learn more and plan your trip today at Dahlonega.org. Hunk of junk, jalopy, hoopty, whatever you may call that vehicle you need to get rid of, Tommy Novus Center calls it life-changing opportunity. When you donate your vehicle to Tommy Novus Center, you donate a perfect job opportunity for people with disabilities. Tommy Novus is no fuss. We'll tow that unused car away for free while you just sit back with that warm and fuzzy feeling knowing you bettered someone's life today. And did we mention, it could also be tax deductible. Call 1-866-NOVUS-AUTO or visit TommyNovusCenter.org to find out how to turn your jalopy into jobs. It's that time of year where maybe you're tailgating or camping or just hitting the road and you need a sturdy, reliable, and compact grill that's up for the adventure. Hey guys, B. Finn here, and the Weber Traveler is the grill for you, for anyone who wants delicious grilled food away from home. With a compact design for minimal storage, the Weber Traveler easily fits in the trunk of a car and even offers a large grilling area that can deliver everything from pancakes to seared steak. And you can get yours today at your neighborhood Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful Becoming America's best-selling brand means you never settle for anything less. Like the Ford F-150, with its premium-grade muscle and finely-tuned intelligence, it's a beast with brains. The Ford Bronco Sport, with unquestioned toughness and capability, it's built to take on the mountains. And Ford's complete lineup of all-wheel drive SUVs gives you the power, style, and space you need for life on the go. Contact your local Ford store for exclusive offers on Ford's full lineup of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Sales claim based on calendar year sales. Here comes the slam! Scanny Energy is proud to partner with Georgia Tech Basketball. And just like how the Yellow Jackets set the Nets on fire in the 404, Georgia residents will be fired up once they see these hot savings on natural gas. See for yourself by calling 877-GO-SCANNA or visiting scannyenergy.com. 
Missing out on these rates would be a flagrant foul. So call the right play and dial 877-GO-SCANA or visit ScanEnergy.com for great deals on natural gas. Boom shakalaka. There's no better source on Georgia Tech hoops than the coach. This is the Coach Josh Passner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Georgia Tech versus Wake Forest as we resume ACC play Wednesday night here at McCamish, 7 p.m. the tip time. Our air network airtime, 6.30 in the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Always great to talk basketball and whatever other streams of consciousness we might wade into with the head coach of the Yellow Jackets, Josh Pastor. Each and every Monday night, uh, we talked about Jordan Usher, who on Saturday crossed the 1,000 point mark for his career, 22 points against North Carolina, which was an ACC career high for Jordan, surpassing his 21, which he had last year at home versus Clemson. You've utilized him more in the high post on offense to unlock some more efficiency. Why is that producing better shooting outcomes for your guys, more efficient offense, and why is is Jordan well-suited to playing out of that high post? Yeah, you know, Andy, um, first of all, it's I'm really proud of Jordan to get to 1,000 points. That's not easy to do. Um, and, and, and and you remember when where he started with us back at that Ball State game in the Maui tri- or the Honolulu trip. He was not good. And I almost said, oh, my goodness, is this kid even a Division One player? Like what did we do taking him? I was like, because he was not good in those in that those those four, first four games, but he settled in. I'm just really proud of his development. I'm so proud of him, and um, and he's on track to graduate. Scored over a thousand, but you know he's a great passer from the elbow, and um, he's able to make the great the right reads and find guys, and and that's where he's effective because of his passing ability. He's got a high IQ of the game. He can. He, you know, everyone knows when you watch him, he's, he, he's you know, very active, lots of energy. Uh, but he is able to make the right reads off of that elbow action and, um, and, and make teams pay when we were able to get him on the back door. Well, he can also catch and rip from the high post, yes. similar to Moses. And I know with Rodney, his body type is not suited to doing that. Does that also change how, how defenses can play you when you run somebody like Jordan at the five? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it just, I mean, things just change on that because, you know, he, you know, he, both Boston College and versus UNC, he was able to drive by their guys and his feet have gotten better being yeah. able to score around the block. Oh, when they had Garcia or Baycott on him in the high post, he just zoomed he right zoomed by right him. zoomed right by him. And so, um, so he's able to do it. And that's one of the advantages when you have guys like that. And because and when you're playing at the elbow there, that just makes it that much harder. Uh, because if you can pass, you can score. And he's shooting. I think he's shooting around 36% from three during ACC play, which you now now you're really getting to make it tough because you can pick and pop in those deals, and and you know uh, I think it's 30. I, I'm not sure overall season, but I think in ACC, 36, 37, uh, right? He's 33 in ACC okay. play, but overall he's lifted his average from beyond the arc to 36.4. Maybe that's what it was. So yeah. overall he was 36. So I knew it was one of the two it was 36, but um, um, which means you have to guard him. You yeah. know, where where you know if you have like. I love Rodney and Saba and Jordan Mecca, but no one's guarding him on the three-point line to take away the three. They're not worried about that with Jordan and or to drive by you. With Jordan Usher, you have to, you've got to, you know, be aware of that because he can, you know, put on the floor. He can shoot it. Um, he's just got to continue to keep things simple. You know, we were talking during the 
during the uh, the break period, and even talking on on Wake Forest and talking about Ant, to Anthony's question earlier on Twitter from last week, um, it really is in in because Jordan Usher is a transfer, you know, and um, it it really is the game. It's amazing, and and Andy, you've been around. I mean, how the game has evolved with transfers. Um, you know, and how it's changed and how it will continue to change for the rest of our careers. Um, you know, like I said, with Wake Forest, you know, it's not like they got the number one, two, three, four transfers in America. All those, tra- a lot of those transfers went to Texas. You know, they got a guy from Indiana State. You're probably thinking, ah, he's a good, you know. He was second team all conference, but yeah. But, I mean, I mean that, and that's good, but you're not thinking he's, I mean, because I think LaRavia, La right? There you go. LaRavia. I think LaRavia is really good. I think he's really good, and I'm telling you, he's good enough to be second-team all-conference in the ACC. I think Williams, obviously, is a stud. I mean, he, heck, he's competing for player of the year. Um, you know, you got the kid Dallas Walton, who's a six-year senior, who's good. Um, and then, obviously, the kid who was at East Tennessee State with Coach Forbes previously, he's a good player. I mean, they got good players, but they don't have guys where you're thinking, you know, coming into the season, they were going to be world beaters. It just shows you the power of the team. And you got to give Coach Forbes and his staff credit. And team beats individual. They've done a, their team is really connected defensively and offensively right now. It reminds me a lot of our team from last year, you know, just the way they play. And so he's he's done a great job. But it's a great opportunity for us moving forward, Andy. As I told our team, look, we we we, we if based on our size and some things, we struggle a little bit against Duke and Carolina. But three of our first six games in ACC play have been against Duke and Carolina because of their size. We, we don't match up as well. Um, and, you know, we beat Boston College. We should have beaten Notre Dame. That just that We blew that game. And Louisville, I'm telling you, we should have won the game. But I, I'll take a mulligan because, you know, we're coming off the COVID pause. We really should be sitting here three and three. There's just that, that's fi- that fine of a margin to, to be three and three instead of one and five. And so we're not far off. We're close. And what I would tell you is we've got 17 guaranteed games left the remaining of the year. we got 15 in conference. We are playing Clayton State Sunday at 5 p.m., by the way. The Alabama A&M game that was called off due to COVID, um, um, they, we tried to play, reschedule them, but they couldn't reschedule based on, this, on their deal. We needed to get that game in. So it's a countable game. We will play Sunday at 5 o'clock against Clayton State. So we have 17 reg- guaranteed games left, which includes the first game of the ACC tournament. And I'm telling you, we're good enough to win all these games. And, and um, you know, we don't match up as well against Duke and Carolina based on all their size on the front line. But nobody else in the league has that much of size in the front line like those two teams do. And um, so I'm really excited about this stretch. We got a four-game home stretch coming up. You got Wake Forest Wednesday, Clayton State Sunday, Florida State the following Wednesday, Miami. And by the way, Wake Forest game Wednesday's at seven. Clayton State's five on Sunday. Florida State's at nine p.m. the following Wednesday, and Miami is a noon game on Saturday. Uh, we'll take one final timeout, wrap up with the head coach of the Yellow Jackets, Josh Pastor. He already set the table for the week. We'll break down some keys to a win over a Wake Forest team that, uh, for the first time in 10 games, beat Virginia, came from behind in the second half to do so. But Georgia Tech has won 14 straight at home versus the Demon Deacons. They will put that streak on the line on Wednesday, 7 p.m. And McCamish, back for more on the Josh Pastor Show after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. 
Whether you're driving for distance, pitching for precision, or putting to win it all, come to Edwin Watts Golf Shop to get custom fit for all your clubs throughout your bag. Hit a few balls and let our team show you the latest swing technology and data that will help optimize your game. Having each club tailored to become your gamers will help you start shooting lower scores. Let Edwin Watts Golf Shops help you make every shot the perfect one. Come in and get custom fit today. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Jeff Francoeur here. As a farmer, I know the importance of Georgia Farm Bureau's advocacy work on behalf of farmers. And as a lifelong supporter of Georgia sports, I also know the importance of being part of a team. The Georgia Farm Bureau Insurance Company is always the home team, supporting our local communities and offering affordable home, auto, and life insurance for Georgia families. Georgia Farm Bureau, always the home team. Visit Georgia Farm Bureau online at gfb.org to learn more. Hunk of junk, jalopy, hoopty, whatever you may call that vehicle you need to get rid of, Tommy Nova Center calls it life-changing opportunity. When you donate your vehicle to Tommy Nova Center, you donate a perfect job opportunity for people with disabilities. Tommy Novus is no fuss. We'll tow that unused car away for free while you just sit back with that warm and fuzzy feeling knowing you bettered someone's life today. And did we mention, it can also be tax deductible. Call 1-866-NOVUS-AUTO or visit TommyNovusCenter.org to find out how to turn your jalopy into jobs. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, wherever the mission takes us, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for our nation, for us all. The few, the proud, the Marines. College basketball is back on Sirius XM. On ACC Radio, there's live coverage for every college basketball team in the conference, including live games, plus 24-7 talk and analysis. So cheer along online or on the Sirius XM app and listen to your favorite team anywhere. And now as a college student, you can stream your first three months of Sirius XM for $1. Fees and taxes apply. See other details and subscribe now at SiriusXM.com slash ACC Basketball. And we're back with breaking news. The new Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. With an improved taste and zero calories, the new Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan. So make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes. This tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. The latest on Yellow Jackets basketball. It's the Coach Josh Passner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Getting ready for Georgia Tech and Wake Forest this Wednesday night at McCamish. Great to see you back out at the Thrillodome for Georgia Tech and Wake Forest. Michael DeVoe is looking for a rebound after his season-low two points versus North Carolina. He may have a willing opponent for that. Did you know in three career games against Wake Forest, Michael's averaging 20 points and 70% shooting, and this against a Wake Forest team that he considered out of high school in Orlando, Florida, before inking with the Yellow Jackets. All right, Coach, we talked about uh, this this veteran Wake Forest team that's been kind of pulled together through the transfer portal from 
head coach Steve Forbes and Olandis Williams, who was a seven-point-a-game score a year ago, primarily off the bench for Oklahoma, is leading the ACC at 20.3 points per game. He leads the ACC in assists at 4.9 assists per game. What makes him so potent on the offensive end? Yeah, I mean, I, he, first of all, he's a great passer. Um, he's a great passer, and he's a, and he's an elite passer from slot to, to weak, weak side corner or penetrating and throwing it to the other side. One of the things we talk about is Asa, attack, attack, skip, skip, attack. He's great at attacking, attacking, attacking and playing skip, skip, and re-attacking. He really looks to throw the skip pass, and he's really good at it. Um, I mean, he's just high level, and he's got great court vision. Um, and he is a great rebounder. If you look, I think he's our leading rebounder, or leading offensive rebounder, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I don't have my, I don't have the stats right in front of me. Yeah, he leads them in, in rebounds as well, six point yeah. eight. And uh, he's just, he's just really good of a knack around the ball. He's not some kind of elite athlete where he's all above the rim. He's just really a high level player. He's got a great court vision, a great feel knows how to play and um you know he's that's why he's in contention for acc player of the year they're fifth in the nation in two-point field goal percentage 58.3 they're not shooting as high a volume from three as they did last year but they're causing some teams problems they're like really you said four and three in the acc coming into wednesday they're really good defensively very good defensively and they have had great wins at virginia tech at virginia I mean, those are great wins to yeah. win, those, win those games on the road. Well, they will uh, nonetheless take on your team, which has found some confidence with a road win of its own versus Boston College on Wednesday. And we will see you this Wednesday at McCamish for the Jackets and Demon Deacons. And on that, we wrap up this week's edition of the Josh Pastor Show. Coach, we appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right, for Josh Pastor and our entire crew, Andrew Demetra, so long. Have a great night. We'll talk to you Wednesday for Georgia Tech and Wake Forest. Thanks once again for listening to the Josh Pastor Show, everyone. Becoming America's best-selling brand means you never settle for anything less. Like the Ford F-150, with its premium-grade muscle and finely-tuned intelligence, it's a beast with brains. The Ford Bronco Sport, with unquestioned toughness and capability, it's built to take on the mountains. And Ford's complete lineup of all-wheel drive SUVs gives you the power, style, and space you need for life on the go. Contact your local Ford store for exclusive offers on Ford's full lineup of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Sales claim based on calendar year sales. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, wherever the mission takes us, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for our nation, for us all. The few, the proud, the Marines. Hunk of junk, jalopy, hoopty, whatever you may call that vehicle you need to get rid of, Tommy Nova Center calls it life-changing opportunity. When you donate your vehicle to Tommy Nova Center, you donate a perfect job opportunity for people with disabilities. Tommy Novus is no fuss. We'll tow that unused car away for free while you just sit back with that warm and fuzzy feeling knowing you bettered someone's life today. And did we mention, it could also be tax deductible. Call 1-866-NOVUS-AUTO or visit TommyNovusCenter.org to find out how to turn your jalopy into jobs. 
Discover Dahlonega, the heart of the Georgia mountains. A top pick for any adventure, take your family on a journey into the earth and find some gold in these hills. Explore our historic downtown and choose from one of our unique restaurant options. And dubbed the Napa Valley of the South, make sure to grab a glass from one of the many award-winning wineries. Plan your fall getaway today and make sure to come to the Gold Rush Days Festival in October. Learn more and plan your trip today at Dahlonega.org. You've been listening to the Coach Josh Pastner Show, live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Join us each week of the season to get the latest on Yellow Jackets hoops and all things Georgia Tech athletics. We'll talk to you again next week right here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network.